podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. I'm Sam Keir, host of Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. For the past 12 months, I've been talking to T20 star David Visa, getting his take from behind the scenes at the IPL, the 100 and the rest of the world's biggest leagues. That's the Donnelly view system, DLS. There's no <laughs> ways in my mind that was up. These guys don't know how to win at this stage. He had his driver pick him up in his Bentley. People start chanting your name. You kind of have to pinch yourself. Hitman for Hire, a year in the life of a franchise cricketer. Listen now, wherever you get your podcasts. Sport Social. The Day Trippers. Brought to you by bookmakers.com. Hello, good evening and welcome to the LFC Day Trippers. I'm Gav and Emma is with me on this Sunday evening. Uh, Shawnee's on his way home on his holidays. Keith's fucked off on his holidays. Um, so it's just us two holding the fort tonight. Um, Emma, how are you? Good, yeah, despite technical difficulties. I know yeah. you generally take the blame for that, but it was all my fault that we're late mm. tonight. So Yeah, you were determined to use your earbuds, but they don't work, they're shy. <laughs> um, and I know I've coursed in the first 30 seconds of this video, it means we, ain't, we won't be able to monetize it, but that's life. What can you do? Um, welcome to everyone in the chat. Um, loads of you in there already, so hit the like button if you can. Hit it now, get it out of the way. You don't have to worry about it again. Subscribe if you haven't already. Um, stick the bell icon on so every time we go live, you know about it. I'll say this all again later in the show. Emma, it's been a couple of quiet days at Liverpool. Um, all we've had to feed off is you know, inside training, um, you pushing a uh, Heiberg um, agenda. Um, and other than that, it's been fairly quiet, but I've been watching loads of golf this weekend. Um, it, it, it ended up being a bit of a damp squib. Um, yeah. You know, it, brilliant for um, Harmon winning it and stuff like that. But it was like, oh, give us more of a chase on the last day, but it didn't materialise. Um, but then someone was telling me about something to do with dogs. And there's yeah, an issue sort of, with Fabinho and dogs. Yeah, so uh, yeah. I'm not going to go into it now. We'll go into it in a bit. But is this. Uh, he's messing. Well, <laughs> like, see, apparently not. It's just, have you not got the picture of the rules? No. There's rules of moving <laughs> no. and living in the, the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And it actually says pit bulls. Now, what I think what he has are, are French bulldogs. So right. I'm assuming that they're, they're probably uh, trying to work out a, a deal for them um, before okay. they can move. So I'll get back into it in a minute. I was just I thought people were messing with me because genuinely, yeah. I think our last show might have been Thursday night. Might have been. Um, we took a couple of days off. Might have been Wednesday night even. Um, and we knew we'd be back here tonight. And I kind of switched off, um, because the golf was on. But um, yeah, the, like the deal's being held up because he has a certain breed of dog, which is wow, um, amazing. But it has been a couple of quiet days. I'm going to start with the Jurgen Club one interview though. Um, you know Liverpool did their own official kind of podcast now. And I think this was the latest instalment of it. It was leaked the night before, telling people it's out at nine o'clock the next morning. He looks so relaxed. 
Is, does that worry you a little bit that he's so relaxed? No, it, it actually relaxes me a little bit. Um, look, he, he's never, I don't think he'll ever panic in an interview. Um, I think he's only going to let the mask slip a little bit. Maybe I think it was January 21, mm-hmm. where there might have been a, you thought there might be the beginnings of a little bit of friction between himself and the owners in terms of stating that he doesn't have any money. and centre-back situation, but, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Um, but... No, it's 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 relaxed me a little bit. But like, look, he's the he's the lad that goes to the training ground. Goes well, he's obviously in Germany at the moment, but he's there day in day out. He oversees absolutely everything. If he's relaxed and upbeat and positive about it, so am I. I, I to to begin with, it was just a little snippets coming out. It wasn't apparent whether it was done while they were in Germany for the the preseason or whether it was done maybe when he was on his holidays over the summer and that's maybe why he was so relaxed but it's it's apparent from the interview that it was whilst they were in the training camp in in germany so he will have known about the fabinho he will have known about henderson there's a couple of things in there that he says that there's more players to come in and he's quoted as saying it uh, again then afterwards and so look Something I know we have a few pessimists um, that say, ah, well, that could be uh, new players coming in from the academy. But new players are new players. Academy yeah. players aren't new players. So to yeah. me, if he's relaxed and calm and uh, um, looking on it positively, so am I. So. Yeah, it, like, it feeds into what he said at the back end of last season when he was very honest and he said, look, we haven't had the best of seasons. We all know that. <clears throat> we'll try to rectify that next season. We are going to bring in players. We're looking at players in all positions, I think he said, bar goalkeeper, goalkeeper. I think he said. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, he said that and people will go, okay, he's looking for all positions all over the pitch. And, and he's brought these two midfielders in and they've started quite well, um, you know, in, in, a, in, in their first kind of friendly game. And then when you see this interview, it's kind of like much of the same, you know. He, like you said, he would have known, like when he when he lands in Germany, and he does that interview. Whether it's whether he gets off that plane and goes straight to that interview, he knows the Henderson situation, like you said. He knows the Fabinho situation, so he to see him that comfortable in that surrounding, mm. I think was quite quite like heartwarming to me. You know, because if if that was an interview done at say Melwood, or not Melwood, Axel, I continue to call it Melwood, right? But if that was at the AXA training centre three days before he left or four days before he left and it was put out now, you'd be kind of going, oh, look at him, he's at the AXA. This is before all this kicked off. But it's not. So, you know, he's, again, he's very open about last season. He's open about what he wants us to do this season. He says it. He wants us to be the best at counter-pressing. He wants us to be the best at possession. He wants us to be the best at counter-attack. Um, and it's really good to hear. You know, because it would, I think it would have been easy for him to say, look, we had a bad season last season. We want to improve. We'll see where we can go. We'll see what we can do, blah, blah, blah. And then you, everyone will be going, we're not doing anything. So overall, that interview for me was quite... Listen, I'm quite optimistic on transfers. I'm going to get into how big a week it'll be. But I kind of looked at it and went, he fucking knows where exactly where he is. I was just he knows, say that. He knows exactly where the outs are. He knows exactly... Maybe he doesn't know exactly who's going to come in, but he knows exactly where he is on the ones he's chasing. You know, and... What will be will be because it goes back to the start of the summer or the end of last season when he said we'll try to get stuff in quick, but some of it could take six or seven weeks of the window. But the window only officially opened on the fourth of July, I think. Um, Fifteenth of June, I think, was it? Yeah, so somewhere around that. So you're talking, yeah. you know, you're talking end of July, 
going close to the season before maybe some of them get done but um overall it was actually sorry the 15th of july apologies it was the 15th of july officially opened officially opened yeah yeah, yeah. yeah but I, I would have said the 4th of july so he knows he's probably going to get to mid mid august before may he could be starting the season before he gets another player in and we don't like that but that's maybe where he is um but it, it's like you said there the the kind of the way the way he spoke wasn't a case of that he's he's happy with what he's seeing and he's happy with what he has to me it gave off the vibe of he he knows what's coming down the line mm. or he has an idea like you said he, he knows where everything is in terms of all these deals and he, he kind of slipped and nearly corrected himself when he when he said there's more players to come in more players that it was like he was about to say sign but more players to come in <coughs> yeah. um so yeah look I, I think it'll be it'll be mm. fine and it's the fact that he's talking so positively about he said normally he said you might see them kind of feeling a bit sorry for themselves for mm. the season that they had last year but he said literally from from day one and i think he even makes a joke about it that he tried to run the positivity out of them or to try to like through its pre-season but he says still it was no kind of extinct i think he actually asks the guy that's interviewing i can't remember the guy's name again he's looking for the word and he says extinguish and he says yes i couldn't extinguish the enthusiasm he says you could see the enthusiasm in every mm. single one of them so and, and we have we have seen that because you know i think even some of the comments players have made when they've come back you know like uh, the one for me was trent he comes back and they're like a new hair and he was like yeah we're new hair and we're, we're, we're better you know we're going to be better and stuff like that even little things like that he doesn't need to say that you know mm. It'd be, it'd be easy for those group of players to kind of not keep their head down, but kind of when to go, oh, how's it going? Kind of do the duty in front of the cameras for the inside training and stuff and get in and go with their business. But they're not quite open about, you know, they want to put things right and, and get going. Paul McCormick says, who's doing the deals for Hendo and Fab if Jörg is over in Germany? Um, Listen, he's probably doing them. There's others in the club doing them, but they seem like fairly straightforward deals. You know, what, and what I mean by that is, if a bid comes in from El Itihad, is it? Um, I can't remember all the names of them. Um, for Fabinho, for Fabinho, Liverpool agree, and it's a case if you can do a medical and stuff like that. Once the money lands, we'll sign off on it. That's fine. It goes down to lawyers and all that. I'd say at that stage. And the Henderson one, he's in Germany for the most. He's left. He's left Germany now. Um, the talk is he had a medical yesterday. Um, and again, that'll be a case of when the money lands, you know. Is your player will sign the contracts because they can go out and do medicals and do all they want, but until they get the money and Liverpool sign off on the forms to say we, he is transferring to this club, nothing can happen. So the fact that your man Jorg um, is in is in Germany, I don't I don't read too much into it to be honest with you. Like it's not like he has to sit in an office on the Anfield Road doing all these deals. Like you know what I mean? He, he well, can I mean, be you're, in, he wants. you're in you're over there in close to me. I'm in Tallinn. Mm. You know what I mean, here we are chatting. We're doing deals, me and you. Yeah, no, so we can do deals from anywhere. Just on, on Henderson and, and Fabinho, though, um, we expect them both to be announced gone this week. You'd have to. Dogs pending, you know. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tell me about the list. <laughs> tell me about the list because this is mad. And people will think I, I'm I'll, messing. I'm not. I'll, I've genuinely switched off from football for the last couple of days because I was like, the golf's on. There's nothing really happening with Liverpool. I can't see anything happening over the weekend. I'm going to watch the golf. I'm going to watch the Open. But I'm the sure dog stuff, seen it. it has to be made up to where I'm messing. No, it's, uh, hang on, I have it here. It says, bringing pets to Saudi Arabia. Those planning to work 
and reside in Saudi Arabia and wish to bring the pets should follow the regulations below, provide permit from the Saudi Ministry of Agriculture to bring applicants' pets into the country, obtain a veterinary health certificate. Certificate, certificate must indicate that the pet was examined, was has been vaccinated for all possible diseases and is in good health. Um, health certificate must be authenticated by the State Department Authentication Division. Document fees are $8.75 per document. Maybe that's what's holding up. Um, payment must be made through uh, just some website. Health certificate must be certified by the consular section of the Embassy of the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia in the United States of America. Dogs entering Saudi Arabia must fall under one of these categories, hunting, guard, or seeing eye dogs. Exotic and non-domestic animals are not permitted entry into the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia unless used for official government purposes. Dangerous and aggressive dogs such as Rottweilers and pit bulls are not permitted entry into the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia under any circumstances. But so Justin says in the chat, apparently Fabinho's two French bulldogs are not allowed into Saudi. They are classed as dangerous alongside Rottweilers. I'm sorry, but his dog isn't holding up this fucking deal. Can't be. Maybe Rebecca doesn't want to go. Leave the dogs behind. I know people love that dog. Man's best friend and all. But come on. (laughs) This can't be right. Do you know what I mean? Um I don't know. Like, like dogs aside, right? And uh, actually, in our article, there's a picture of his missus on a plane, like like on a private jet with the two dogs. Right. And so, thinking, is, is there a standoff on a runway is that, somewhere? Is, is, is he literally sitting on a runway? Yeah. On a private jet, being a stand- ordering or dog food in the dogs. tarmac in yeah. Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> Arch says he's got bulldogs, which are fine. Um, Frenchies, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. Look, that that's mental. But listen, foot, dogs aside, right, and um, their passports or visas or whatever, they expect these two to go through because, look, if, if Liverpool are holding off for these two to go through before they confirm other deals, because, like, people, there's, there's arguments to this, Emma, where people go, why, why are they letting these fellas go before we sign these fellas? It's only letting people know that we need midfielders. They know it anyway. They know it anyway. Yeah. The market value is there for players. It's high, but you know what you're going to pay. It's a bit like that fella, the Corey uh, uh, Palace, right? And he's 40 or 50 million quid next fall. It's like, oh, we want 70, but we're not paying it. Fuck off. Do you know what I mean? Uh, so do you know where it is? And as well as that, Liverpool don't, uh, as much as it mightn't happen, Liverpool don't want to get caught with, we're signing this fella and this fella. And by the way, Henderson and Fabinho aren't going now because these boys don't have the money. So you have to get your ducks in order. But for the sake of getting more players in and replacing these two, because that's what I think is going to happen. They're going to replace these two that are leaving, and that's it a lot, right? They have to, something has to give now this week, Emmett, to give us a chance to get them in. If not, for going to Singapore, which is the end of this week, I think, at least have them for at least one game, I think, when we come back. I think we're playing in Preston, and we're playing another German side, I think. Yeah, Yeah. so um, it has to work this week. It has to move. I mean, for, for everybody, I, I think for Liverpool, for us, because it's gone on way too long now, I just just get it done and dust it, rip the plaster off there. They want to go, they're going, get it done. Um, I I had convinced myself until this French Bulldog uh, situation, I had convinced myself that maybe Fabinho might stay because out of the two, he's the one that I would have preferred to stay given the options that we have. Um, but obviously, um, yeah, now that they're both gone, just, just get it done and... 
but you expect you expect this to be done. I, I'd expect Neil Yeah, no, fairly I, I don't, early. I don't, I don't see it not happening now. Like, yeah, um, that of course is going to ratchet up the who's coming in argument, right? Um, and we're going to get onto that in a minute. But you've been in my year now for about I don't know, a good few weeks, right? Um, where you said, when can I talk about the fucking predictions from last season? So <laughs> how many? So you done this thing last year, and you're going to do it again this season, aren't you? Yeah. Where. I don't know, did you get us to, I can't even remember doing this. Did I do this? Yeah, you did, yeah. I did, okay. Um, I have. I so have was many, it, did, did you, did you, did you WhatsApp 21 me? Pe- 21 people, yeah. Right. Or, or what else I did it with you, what else I did it with you? Uh, On a show maybe? A, or? After a show or something. Okay. Like so we did top six, bottom three, top scorer, top assists, surprise good, surprise bad, yeah. player of the year, flop of the season, one to watch and first manager to go. Okay, and you have all the results. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to do a few, and then we move on to who who yeah. could come in or what we're going to do that way? So yeah. go on, yeah. pick one, pick a couple there, and we'll see and name the people because if that if it's, and name well, me, put, them, put them in. So there's there's a few here. So I'll tell you who we have. We have Gav, Keith, Shawnee, Andy, Phil, Dicko, Pete, Kev, Chris, Matt, me, uh, Laura Duffy, uh, Ash, Ron, Dan, Kev Ball. Gav Walsh, Stephen Murphy, Rajiv Kumar. He's only on it once, though. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Red Steve and Alan Bork. Okay. So maybe if somebody puts puts it into the chat to see what what or who they would like to know uh, who's uh, predictions. Yeah. So um, you you, you want to do it just all you just want to do all my predictions and then all well, someone can- else's predictions. Yeah, we could look at it that way, yeah. Right, come on, shoot, what was mine? So yours was, top six was going to be Liverpool, City, Spurs, Arsenal, Chelsea, Manchester United. Okay, oh, right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Your bottom three were Fulham, Knott's Forest, Bournemouth, of which... None of them went down. Them. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Your top scorer was Kane. Did Your I get that? Is... No, like Haaland, no. Haaland. Yeah, top assist was Salah. Who was it? Was it Salah? Was he got nineteen? Did he? I thought you had all the things. No, no, I, I've got the what the predictions are, but I don't know who actually. He didn't look these up. No, he didn't. Should I'd I say Salah. I'd say I get that. So give, give me Salah. Give me Salah. Right, go on. Uh, good surprise, good Crystal Palace. Nah. Surprise, bad Newcastle. Nah. No. Player of the year, Salah. Flop of the season. I can't even remember this fella at all. Diego Carlos. Oh, the Aston Villa centre back. Yeah, yeah. Um, but is, did he get injured like about five minutes into the first game of the season? I think, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm not I, taking was that. It, was it? Was it even? Was it even? Did he even play this season? It might have been. I, I don't game. think he did. So um, I, I could take if I was being evil, but I'm not going to. One to watch was Carvalho. Oh Jesus! First, and first manager to go was Silva. Who was the first manager to go? Um, was it Tuchel? Might have been. Might have been. De Bruyne was assists, said Ashley. Um, yeah. Um, so I'll tell you who actually got it right. Keith got that right. Pete got it right. Uh, let me see. Um, yeah. The only two only two people to get the, the winners of the league right was Kev Ball and Alan Bork, Man City. Okay. No worries. Um, Not real Reds. Fair enough. Let me have a look. Let's see if there's anybody putting in here who do you want who in, in order, Emmett. Hang on. Gav. Yeah. Uh, 
I'll, I'll give you mine. I had okay. Liverpool to win, City second, Spurs, Chelsea, Arsenal, United. I had Everton, Southampton, and Bournemouth to go down. You got one. I, yeah, I had Salah to be top scorer, Trent to be top assister. Yeah. Uh, surprise good was Knott's Forest. Eh, surprise, really. surprise bad was Leicester. Yeah. So I'll take that. Scott uh, Parker Clem- was the first manager to go. Ah, right, yeah. Yeah. And Mohammed says, Gav, horrendous. How are we meant to trust you from here on in? That was shocking. <laughs> it was shocking. I'll try to do better next season. <laughs> uh, player of the year, Salah. This, this, I'll have to explain this one. Flop of the season, Haaland. <laughs> you put in Haaland? Of course you yeah. did. You're, you're trying to get yeah. um, Hoiberg to sign for Liverpool. So, <laughs> no, like, no, but so the flop, it wasn't so much, I, I knew he was going to score loads of goals. But right. I just thought that the City would have to change the way they play too much to suit mm-hmm. them, that it would have affected them badly. And they didn't they change to... at all. They just didn't ask him to play football. <laughs> just stand in the box. The uh, one to watch, I had Carvalho as well. And I actually had Silva to be the first, uh, okay. first manager to go as well. Right. Yeah, my favourite any... one is, is Phil's. Phil's first manager to go, Brian Robson. Brian Robson, okay, because he's, he's obsessed with Middlesbrough. Okay, what did Phil have? Just read us out, Phil, as we get on to a few more later. Liverpool, Man City, so from the top, Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, United, Spurs, Arsenal. He had Southampton, Brentford and Fulham to go down. Right. Top top scorer was Haaland, so correct. Assists, uh, Salah. Surprise good, United, you could probably give him that. Yeah. Surprise bad, uh, West Ham, he's not getting that. Player of the Year, Haaland, has that flop of the season, Perisic, one to watch, Sancho. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then, obviously, first manager to go, Brian Robson. Okay. Brian we'll Robson. definitely do it again. We got, we, got on to, we got on to a few more in a bit. We'll read out yeah. a couple of the um, uh, the viewers ones, because I know um, you, you named a few viewers there, so we'll, we'll get into ah, that. It's a good few, yeah. Especially if there's any shockers in there. Um, I'm, I'm not taking all this blame myself. Owen Book said he just looked up his own. One City, two Liverpool, three Tottenham, four Chelsea, five Arsenal, six United. Um, but look, we've, we talked about uh, Fabinho. Somebody said in the chat there as well, um, Henderson is due to join up with his new club on Monday in Croatia. I don't know how true that is, but... That's what's being said. Well, that's it's that's where they are at the moment. <coughs> that's where they are um, doing yeah, yeah. playing preseason friendlies or whatever it is there. So Liverpool need to bring in players. We've talked we talked at the death last week about who how many we need, who would we like, you know, blah 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 blah. But I go back to the I go back to the Jorgen Klopp thing, um, and the interview. He says or, or he indicates that and like we said, he knows where he is when he does that interview. It's not like he's does a bit of bombshell. Tr- I don't even think they'd have released it if there was a bombshell thrown after it, to be honest. Mm. But we, he's in Germany. He does that interview. And he knows exactly where he stands. And he makes out that more will come in. He's very relaxed about it. You have to hope, Emmett, that it's just a case of Liverpool, like I said a few minutes ago, getting their ducks in the line with regards to Fabinho and Henderson, being well down the road on one or two, or maybe more, I don't know. Maybe being down the road on three and four and then deciding who they're pulling the trigger on. Mm. But as much as Henderson and Fabinho will probably leave this week, I think we need someone. This week, I'd like to get someone in the door, and at least one of them, going to Singapore and getting to know his teammates and getting Mm. to know how we play. Because as, as regardless how you feel on Fabinho, Henderson or whatever, it's a lot of it's it's a lot of experience. 
not even experience, it's a lot of know-how on how Liverpool operate, have left. And we kind of need that. We have a tough enough start, you know what I mean? So getting as much as we want them to get them out the door, or willing to let them go, um, it has to happen this week. Something has to happen this week. Well, look, you're looking at it now with the pair of them going, that you're probably expecting somebody that comes in to start. So, like you said, they need to come in sooner rather than later to to play with the the team that they like. Does like Bacetic hasn't even trained yet, so who else does the six? There's nobody else really. So I think something that somebody that's coming in is most likely to probably start the first game against Chelsea. But I think it depends on, um, like you said, if they get some minutes under the belt, if they're in Singapore. If they get to play uh, against uh, Dam, is it Dam? What's it's not Damsgaard is a second player. What's the what's the um, German side we're playing anyway in Preston? Yeah. Um, but that's the worry now is is that look I and I said it last week and I know yourself and Kev then went toe to toe. You were saying that if Lavia comes in, you think he may very well just throw him in. I would still be of the opinion that regardless of whether he does that or not, I still think that you need somebody else to come in with the two of them going i think i think we definitely need two i would have said three but I, I i think we need two and in a situation so let's say we go with what you say and he might trust lavia and throw him in and see if he sinks or swims what happens if he sinks mm. do you know what i mean so yeah no i completely I, get that i i i, I still <laughs> i still think that you may see somebody slightly more experienced than lavia coming in with lavia because lavia there's still kind of talks around Apparently, Lavia has spoken to Klopp. Um, I read that somewhere. Anyway, um, the, the fee is around 50. We've known that for a long time. I think somebody like an Amrabat or a Heiberg or somebody with experience you can't even in that say role comes in. Yeah, no, I know. Somebody with experience comes in. So even if he does decide to send Lavia in, there's somebody there to, to kind of replace him should it not click straight away. Mm. Um, but I think I think we see two, I think we see two fairly quickly after the other two go. Okay. Um, for for the reason you've said, they need to integrate them into the squad. We like yeah. Klopp you see, if, if, those, if those forced two, into starting these, so this is what I'm he saying. Have it, the time to feed them in like he did with Fabinho and Robbo. He's going to have to throw somebody in there. And and the fact that the fact that if if Henderson and Fabinho were still there, and you're making a midfield signing, you go fine. Yeah. The 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 whole sink or swim is not extreme. Really, mm. because you have those two there that if you if you want to play them, they'll play. Do you know the sort of way? Um, Liverpool's midfield, I think, is going to go up a notch anyway with the likes of Sobers, Lloyd McAllister, just in the in this terms of running power and, and everything else about it, right? Um, but with those two gone, you do you do have to do something. It's not. It's a bit more. It's a bit more. This has to be someone that you're going to be right on. And now I'm not saying it won't be Lavia, because I'm still of the opinion. That I think like Project A five uh, AM says uh, he feels a Lavia is a Rolls Royce of a player. I think it was him that said it. Yeah, um, and I, I'm beginning to think that as well, right? And I understand the age and stuff like that. And I, I completely get the argument to bring two in and one of them to be more experienced. Like Keith Plunkett reckons they should do Polina and and Lavia. Now Polina, I think, went off. Someone was saying earlier in a preseason friendly with a shoulder okay injury. Shoulder went, yeah, yeah, went off. So dislocated shoulders. We're, we're not having any bar of them because Bella Kotchipas had three weeks. of them, and we're not fucking interested. Um, and Dico says Polina has dislocated shoulders tonight, so that rules him out at the start of the season more than likely, right? Um, 
I'd say a would, wouldn't it? It's only about three weeks. I think it's about. It's, I thought, yeah, but I think it's about six weeks. It could be six weeks for a dislocated shoulder. You rush a dislocated shoulder. Yeah, back we're only four weeks away from the start of the season, aren't we? No, that's what I'm saying. So yeah. he he doesn't. I don't think he even starts the season. If you rush a, a dislocated shoulder, it's just going to keep popping out all yeah. the time. So you have to take care of it. They have to. They, they will have to do something. It's just as simple as that. And. I, I just have this feeling, Emmett, that they are going to do two, and I think people are going to lose their minds when they do these two. I think people are going to go, what? We can't go in with that. They're not experienced enough. But I think I think Klopp, if he looks at the, uh, the experience, I know he's losing experience, and you should probably replace with a bit of experience alongside uh, Lavia or whatever. But I think Klopp might just go, do you know what? Fuck it. Let's not have this conversation in two years. Let's just go with Lavia and whoever. And they're both youngish and... But but then again, like I'm not I'm not asking for like Lavia and another nineteen year old. Do you know what I mean? Mm. That guy off Palace could be there at the right yeah. price. He's twenty three. He has experience in the Premier League. There could be something like that. People feel now that the the Polina deal will be off the table because he may be out for six weeks. Um, and someone was saying there about uh, LFC today says PSG are selling Mbappe tomorrow. Uh, make Real a sixty five million up from bid for Valverde and sign. Um, Sign Trindade, is that what that says? Trindade with him for 20 million. That's, uh, that's the Fluminese lad. Oh, okay. That's keep well, that keep Andre, that's keep Andre Trindade, I think it is. Yeah, oh, yeah. Keep was saying that last week, I remember. Yeah, um, and uh, I, I, just, I don't think Valverde uh, solves your number six issue though. No, but this name keeps popping up. Moises Saicedo does, and it keeps popping up. And, it, and Chelsea are being linked to players all over the place. And if you under chat have said like they feel Liverpool are just going to do something that people will go fucking hell, you know what I mean? Is he still? I don't on think the, he do both of them. Is he still on the table for you? So you say though. I think he should be, but again, he didn't play last night. Is he? Is he on on tour with Brighton? He didn't get like extended leave or. Anything oh, like I that. I haven't a clue. But I know he wasn't, he wasn't in the wasn't squad. Even on the bench. No, yeah. but which would make you think that he's close to a move and they're playing Chelsea. You know, mm. blah. You know, that's is, kind is of, he behind the stand talking to? Yeah, is he in a, is he in a half and half scarf and all? Like, yeah, I know. Um, I I don't know, but do you? Is he still on? Is he still on the radar for you? Because for me, he's not. No, no. I, I I look. He should be. I definitely think he should be. I think he's like you just said there. He's. I think he has one foot in in Chelsea. And now, and having saying that, seeing Caldwell starting last night, and I'm now not that blessed with um, not blessed with defenders at the moment. I think a lot will depend on maybe what what happens with him or his talks with Pochettino. But you know, Chelsea could just go right. Well, look, you're not having Caldwell. Here's a hundred million. Yeah, give us Caicedo. Yeah. But um, I think he should be, but I don't think he is. Yeah, uh, Paul reckons Valverde is doing the rounds again today. I think the Mbappe to Madrid has legs, and they need to free up space. You know, we've seen Mbappe apparently like four clubs are looking at him. There's only one club going for Mbappe, in my opinion. There's only one. And they won't be, like Sean had said to me, they won't be bet in getting to him. They just won't be beaten. It doesn't matter. Do you know what I mean? Um, but, but does that mean they, they have to free up something? They'll have to definitely free up They'd have to do something because I don't care who you are. That that Mbappe deal is costing you. Like it's cost, when you look at the cost over the cost of the contract. At, at least 600 grand a week, I'd say he gets. Oh, least. it's way over that. Yeah. Way over that. Like he's, are they, are they paying a fee? Yeah, well, they'd have to because he's out next year, isn't he? Right. Although, in saying that, 
don't PSG own owe him a load of money. 15 million. Yeah, so, so I, he could buy, he could say waive that and just let me go. You keep yeah. your one fifty, and then Madrid will give that to him over the course of five years. Yeah, so it's 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 a massive, massive, massive deal, um, and I think it's only gonna be uh, it's only gonna be Real Madrid for me. Uh, boom, boom says here he's agreed a two hundred and fifty grand a week deal with Chelsea, and that's what that's Saido, and that's probably why Saido is more or less, and any word that's kind of came from his camp as being towards Chelsea, although he he tried to get him out to Arsenal. As well, do you know what I mean? But they upped his money, didn't they, after that and signed him on an extended deal. So there's definitely an agreement in there somewhere that, listen, sign that deal, we give you an extra load of money for the rest of the season and if something comes in in the summer to match what we think is right, you'll go. Do you know what I mean? Um, I, I don't know why anybody, like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm not sure whether you have or anybody in the chat did, but, like, when you look at Chelsea's, we were talking about it earlier, not, um, Chelsea's team last night and then even their bench of what they had to bring on, like, how can they have spent nearly a billion or 700 million and ha- like their team is absolute dog shit like I didn't when, see when you look at awesome. it oh it was it. it was shocking like so why i, I just don't get it, it has to be a money thing because why would you choose to go to they're an absolute car crash at the moment and they don't have much to come back i think obviously they've got um, Fofana and somebody else, Stephen Murphy was saying earlier on in the Telegram. So they've literally got two players to come back. But other than that, what they had there last night is their team. And you're just like, I've never seen a club spend so much and have so little. It's it's shocking. Yeah. Um, Max says, neither so you say the worst show many want to come to Liverpool, unfortunately. And in fairness, that's a fair comment because, like I said, anything I've heard come like vaguely out of the Saucedo camp as being about going to Chelsea and Shua many apparently has been quoted or his agents being quoted and said it's um Liverpool don't interest him and that's that's just life do you know what I mean and maybe that's the way it is um but look when it comes down to it we're going to lose two players I think in the next 48 hours and Liverpool need to as much as Klopp you know would say no we'll get it right and we'll, we'll do this part of them has to be looking going look them two gone, the other three gone. Like he's already two have come in, but he's down to he's down to McAllister, Sabasloy, Jones, Thiago, Elliot, Boychetich. I think. Do you know what I mean? And as much as Klopp loves all those players, it's not enough. Like I think um, Thiago only started training yesterday, or the day before. I think. Um, but like you said, Boychetich hasn't been involved. I don't think yet. Um, the two boys are back from the under twenty one, so they're buzzing to go. And the two lads have come in. I've played one game and look good, but. It's still not enough, and I think club hasn't club hasn't been backwards about coming forwards when it comes to when he's happy, and when 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 the transfer dealings are done, he basically indicates that, and we all say, ah, yeah, but well, he's he's lying, and it turns out he's not. He hasn't done that. He hasn't kind of pour pour cold water on more players coming in. Yeah. So there's there's that. I I think at least two, at least two. Okay. I think we might be surprised and see something else because he yeah. did also make a comment around and this was early in the summer about um right back or defenders and he, he just said it well it depends on how where where trent plays in the team so yeah well kevin ball put in a, put in a comment very early on i just want to move on to it he said center back talk has gone awful quiet now worried we won't get anyone in that area there's been nothing on that i mean like not even made up stuff on it you know yeah. what i mean like when we do when we do transfer shows, we go through 
Like we see names everywhere, all over the media, and we pick a couple out and we go, oh, no, let's talk about him as a player. That's how we approach it. What's he like as a player? Would he sue us? But we haven't a fucking clue what's going to happen. But even if you go looking for centre-half links from the most tenuous places, they're not there. Just no, but I, I, I think you, I think you kind of hit the nail on the head last week. Is like so we're all preoccupied with midfielders. I think all of these ITKs and journalists are all preoccupied, and and it could be look over here. We're talking about midfielders, and, and Liverpool tomorrow could say, "Bang, there you go." There's whoever Ignacio, uh, what's the other that we're linked with? Um, in Cape, is it or something? Oh, in Cape, yeah. But that, I don't yeah. think I with them. I um, think that's just. No. Jerry from the Telegram group wants. <laughs> but look, it's uh yeah, no, I think it's it's a case that everybody's preoccupied with the midfielders. All of the talk has been about Henderson going to Saudi Arabia, Fabinho going to Saudi Arabia, what are Liverpool gonna do? And you never look, you never know what Liverpool we all know that. Like they could just pull a rabbit out of a hat without any links. So yeah. I'm not I'm not overly concerned. Like well, you've got Phillips gone and you've got Williams gone, so what have they seen now of Kwanzaa? How did he get on last season? Does he stay? And I, I think he might stick around the, the first I think, well, I, I said it last week. I think he's the one yeah. to watch. Um, I don't mean like, oh, we'll play every game for us. Not in that sense. I mean, no, no. what happens with him is where is the watch. Because the four centre-halves we have, whether you think they're brilliant or not, or yeah, there's, there's holes in, in all the defences, really. Um, They always look a fifth. And it was, do you remember it was Phillips? And then it was it was they even brought Williams back off loan at one stage, you know, um Phyllis might have an issue. They've always kept that fifth. And right now, the fifth is Quanta. Presumably. I, I, I had thought it's that not, it not Phillips not gone yet though. Um just thought, I think Leeds, isn't it? Just yeah, well that's that's Leeds. been going on for ages. Yeah. Me and Joe Wayman are talking about this about four weeks and nothing's happened. But <clears throat> um yeah, Sepp van der Berg, but he's gone off to Germany now, um to Mainz on loan for a season. So I think um, it's yeah, it's an interesting one of in the centre halves, and, and there's been nothing, nothing there. Um, James LFC says Anasio has a thirty-eight point seven million pound release clause apparently. Um, and Kevin Sullivan says the last few years the usual journal said when we're done we're done, and it was a true bar being forced into a deal for Mello because of an injury. Um, yeah, the cent. I just uh, there's nothing on the centre half. Phillips is injured, says Brian Almeida. Um, um, so look, well, there was I, the, I, I, really just, I know we're talking about centre halves, but the 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 move of um Arthur Mello to Fiorentina could kind of shine a light on maybe Amrabat making a move yeah. from Fiorentina. Yeah, I I just I'm just hoping Liverpool. Like, we can argue about them at the end of the week. Whoever they are when they come in, we'll argue about them because you're guaranteed they're not going to make everyone happy. I think the only one that makes everyone completely happy is Soisado. I think that I genuinely think he is. Valverde, I think, makes everyone happy, but I can't see it happening. Sure, many, I think, right, I'm not saying only the only one that would be Soisado, but there's probably, there's probably four or five, right? Because if you bring in Lavia, you're going to have arguments. Decore, you're going to have arguments. Um, Gravenberch, arguments, Polina, arguments. Do you know what I mean? So there's a there's very few, there's very, very few. Um that you when we boss Salah, there was arguments. Yeah, I, mean? I know. So. I know. There was arguments <laughs> over every player, but um you know it's 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 just one where 
and I've said it before, when when these players officially go, I think Liverpool have to react in a way to say, we're going to make ourselves stronger. And we're going to react to one of our biggest signings of the last five, six years going and our club captain going. Because at the end of the day, the club captain has gone to Saudi Arabia. And that doesn't look well on Liverpool. Regardless whether you like him or not, your club captain leaving does not look well on Liverpool. So Liverpool needs to react as, look, this is a weird Liverpool and this is what we're going to do. And there is a kind of a, you know, pushing your chest out and, and kind of making a, you know, a statement, I suppose. Um, but let, let's let's see where it goes. Give us a few more of the predictions from last season before we... Who do you, we, we who like do you want? Who's, who's in the chat? Kevin Hall <coughs> is there. Yeah, and um, yeah just, just shout out a few of them. Give us... Um, give us... Give us... Um, who was in there? Seeing give us own books one. Oh, but did you not read it? You read it out. He sent it to you, did you not? He gave me the t- he gave me the top uh, six. Give me that. Oh, sorry. So, uh, right, he had Southampton, Brentford, and Bournemouth going down. So he got one right. One. He had Salah as top scorer. Right. He had Trent as top assist. Yeah. He had Brighton as surprise good. I think he could mm, probably. That's not that. bad. Yeah. He had West Ham as surprise bad. Mm. He had. I think that's a safe one to go with. West Ham. Player of the year, uh, De Bruyne. Um, actually, flop of the season was Ricarlison, and I have it in blue, so he was actually still at Everton when he made that prediction. Oh, you get double points then because he goes. Yeah, to double points. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He had one to watch was Bazunu, relegated, and first manager to go was Gerard. Nobody actually got. Scott Parker, Parker, did they? I don't think they did. Oi, what are the listeners have you got there? Give me one or two more before we like it. Uh, Kevin Ball had Man City to win the league. And by the way, sorry, Owen had Man City to win the league. So yeah. Kevin Ball had Man City, Liverpool, Arsenal, Spurs, Chelsea, Manchester United, Everton, Fulham, Bournemouth to go down. So none out of three there. Yeah. He had Salah as top scorer. He had Trent as top assist. Forrest as surprise good. He had Wolves as surprise bad. Yeah, I don't think they had For a great part season. of the season, yeah. He had Player of the Year. He had sorry, two seconds. Where is he gone? Salah. He had Flop of the Season. Eric Ten Hag. I don't think we can give him that. No. One to watch was Neto, and first manager to go was Rogers. Okay. I would, have, I would have rolled in right behind that if I'd have known it. To be honest, which is especially the Rogers one. Um, give me Kevin Sullivan's. Kevin Sullivan. Had okay, Liverpool, Man City, Chelsea, Spurs, Arsenal, Manchester United. He had Southampton, Everton, and Bournemouth to go down. Salah as top scorer, top assist Salah as well. Leeds, uh, surprise good. He had surprise bad Leicester. He had player of the year Salah, flop of the season Bruno. One to watch Nottingham Forest and first to go with Silva. Okay, good stuff. Um, yeah. Most of them, most of us just had a disaster there. Now, do you want to do? Do you want to do it again this season? Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Okay, so Why what not? we're gonna do is right. Um, if you want to do it, you need to get into our Telegram group, and when you get into our Telegram group, you need to hit on Emmett's name. Okay, ask Emma what the story is. Emma will have it set in place where he sends you back to the. I'll send you on a template. You just fill it in and, and text it back to me. That's correct. All. Yeah. So there you go. It's very very simple what to do. Or Emma will just send you. The lists and you fill in the list as it, as it sits and send yeah. it back and Emma will run it through. He loves that bleeding. What's that thing he used? 
XL. Uh, he loves XL. Like he's just an absolute fan for XL. <laughs> when, it, when it works. <laughs> he loves it. He absolutely <laughs> loves it. Um, let me see. Barry Devon, he says, Kev Ball doesn't know ball. Um, did Barry Devon do it? Uh, no. No, well, um, then Barry Devon, you need to step up. You can't be slagging people. We have Dan. Dan is Dan Bailey, isn't he? Yeah. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. I can yeah. I can take screenshots of them and put them in places as well. Yeah, well, you can put them in. Take screenshots and stick them into the, into the Telegram. There's a few people in there saying, can I get into the Telegram? Um... Sign up to Telegram. That's the first thing to do. Sign up to the app. Can you sign up to that app and just search us and um, apply I'm not sure. to into it? Um, if not, DM the LFC Day Trippers on Twitter and I'll send you the links via there. How does that work? Um, I'm not repeating that. If you want into the Telegram group, go in to Twitter, DM us and say, I need the links. It's a, it's basically a general chat and a transfer chat. There's nothing else. I think I think a few of them have set up a cricket chat, but they're weird. Um, so, uh, but I'll send you the two links I have. Um, I put it in there. We don't put it out there as an open link. Um, and they are time sensitive links. So when you get it, you have to sign up, or it'll just go in a day or two. Um, so if you want to get in there, you can. Just remember, if you're in the Telegram group, they have the crack, you know, but any messing and they'll just get rid of you there's a few people in there that are moderators and they just go no that's out of order bang and they won't even ask a question they won't even they'll just go boom get out do you know what i mean so that's how it goes um and they, they can sniff manx out a mile away as well yeah they can sniff them out as well um so yeah so that's what we're going to do someone asked about in in, in fantasy league the premier thing are we doing i don't think we're doing one this season i'm being honest with you um but again there will be one set up through the telegram group so uh, if you want to get in there and jesus it'll be um yeah it'll it gets tasty as that as that goes on so if you want to do that you can we won't be doing on the day trippers this year um so there you go um anything else before we go oh oh no, i know what, tomorrow. i know what, yeah it's a game tomorrow but i want to ask you liverpool captain oh. who gets it um, I, I think I said it last week. Uh, I, I think it's going to go to Van Dijk. Yeah. Um, I don't think it should go to Van Dijk. Right. I, not that not that he's done anything wrong. It's just that I think I think it, it I think he needs a season where he just kind of nearly concentrates on his his own game. I think an armband can weigh pretty heavy on someone's. It weighs heavier on some other some players' arms than others. Yeah. Um, I'd be looking at possibly one of. Alison, Robbo or Salah. And I know okay. some people don't like a, a keeper being um captain. Um maybe, I would maybe look maybe Salah. He, he plays nearly every fucking game for us. Mm. Um let me see. Uh the 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 we're not running an official uh, fancy football. There will be one run through the telegram group. So that's absolutely fine. So get in there and do it. Um so that's how that's gonna go. Sorry, I just wanted to make sure people knew that. Um, the captaincy for me, Robertson's name has come up a lot, and I, I I get people's feeling behind that, but I don't think he's quite there to be Liverpool captain. I I think he's brilliant around the players, but I look when I look at him in the inside training and stuff like that, I think he should definitely be part of a, that leadership group that they have, and I think he is part of it. Um. And I know Trent was brought into it recently or in the last 12 months. 
but I don't know if I'd have him captain. Mm. Um, my pick would probably be Salah, but I'd make Van Dijk the vice captain. So that means that Salah is your captain, all right, and he plays so many games. Um, and Van Dijk is vice captain. He's on the pitch an awful lot, so you have loads. Or you could go Allison with Van Dijk as vice captain. They're, once they're on the pitch, they're going to do the thing anyway. It's not like only Henderson when he was captain or only Van Dijk spoke to referees. They all do it, you know what I'm saying? Um, but I'm trying to think, you have to think as well about the whole thing off the pitch and how players carry themselves and the time that the likes of Henderson takes over whatever his day to, to do different bits and pieces. <coughs> um, I think it's a hard one. I think there's arguments over them all. But I, maybe Van Dijk does end up... There's, um, a, there's a couple of shouts there as well for Trent, but I, I think that Trent is a future Liverpool captain. However, uh, much the same as I, I said, it can weigh on uh, on a player's arm. I just think that Trent, if moving into midfield, he's going to have a lot of concentration to learn a new position. And I just think the armband is probably a distraction, too much of a distraction from that. Yeah. Um, so I, th- I definitely think that he will be a future captain now. Is there an argument though that Trent would need to be captain or sorry at, at the least vice captain in order to become captain next time around? Because if you if you if you put him as say don't put him as vice captain now, alright, and say you put Allison and say Allison stays for five years and you mm. put in somebody else that's going to be there. Well come here, it's not unheard of to take a captaincy off somebody. Yeah. Famously he'd be uh, to yeah. Gerard. Yeah. Was Gerard even vice captain at the time? I'm not even sure he was vice captain, was no, he? No, I don't think he was. Um, I don't even think there was a vice captainish vibe going Although, on. Although, if it's Klopp going to be doing, I don't see him taking the captaincy off somebody. Mm. Um, and look, there's an argument that, and um, without getting into a conversation about Mo, um, like this time next year, we're we're talking about him having only a year left on his deal. Yeah. Um, so. Um, how long does it you'd like to see it it's probably gone to somebody like Henderson got it what was it was it 8 years ago he's with the club 12 years he's captain yeah. 8 years is he Yeah. it's 8 years since uh, Gerard left us in 2015 so yeah. he, he, he could look at that as well yeah I just um, think in see, I just think in seniority around the club around the club Alison Van Dyke Salah mm-hmm. even Robertson stand above Trent at the minute I know the whole local link with Trent is there but um I think Trent might end up being vice captain, and I think I think that I think that just smooths the pathway to him being becoming captain. Because if you leave him out of that process now, he's having to jump two rungs. Do you get me to get the captain? Yeah. Where I think if you put him vice now, I, I think it's it's the pathway for him to be captain. Well, well maybe giving it to, to the likes of a Van Dijk who look he's he's running out of years. Salah most likely maybe we'll move on at the end of his deal. So maybe that then is the perfect time for, for a Trent to take over yeah, so in, in a captain. year and a half, two years' time. Look, whoever gets it, gets it. I like the argument around Van Dijk needing it to kind of put that responsibility on him on a full-time basis. But you never know in the background, is, does Van Dijk want to be, you know, you can have, sometimes you can have club captain and, you know, there's different yeah. ways of trying at this. Um but we'll we'll see what happens. It's I I'd say that'll have to be announced as soon as well as soon as he, uh, Henderson goes, that'll have to be announced. So we'll see where it I'd goes. Near, I'd, you know, I'd nearly I'd nearly announce it beforehand, just Would with you? the way that yeah, just with the way like just taking it out of his hands. Like do you know what I mean? Yeah. You've decided to take 
the whatever, 20 bags of silver. We're, we're taking the captaincy off you. We're giving it to you X, Y, and Z. Yeah, and that's not me being that's not me being bitter. I would have oh, been think... one of Henderson's Henderson's biggest uh, fans and whatever. And look, I don't think there's not, not much that he owes the club, but I just think it's been fairly messy with the way it's all been handled. Yeah. And like, it's time for the club to move on. It's apparent they've accepted the deal. It's happened. He's done his medical. Announce it. Yeah, it's um, if you're a betting man, it's probably Van Dijk because. If Henderson or Milner didn't play last season, Van Dijk had the captaincy. Do you know what I mean? And well, he, he had it as well in the the preseason friendly re- last week. So yeah, yeah. So probably it's, an in, it's probably an indication. Yeah, yeah. The, the, the shortened odds will be on on Van Dijk, but the interesting one might be the vice captain. And I think that's where Trent might come in. <laughs> Laszlo says he didn't like that shuffle thing. It needs changing. <laughs> <laughs> um, but look. Just, it's been a quite a few days at Liverpool. We expect it to ramp up a little bit over this week um, with departures and possibly incomings. We have got a game tomorrow. We're excited to see that. It looks like Slobosloy won't be involved. Picked up a minor ankle knock, which is absolutely fine. It happens. Um, but won't be risked. Again, that's fine. Um, Garam Roy, and he goes in Singapore and plays a couple of games there and ready to go with the season. That's the most important thing. It's only a very minor thing, but one that you kind of have a little bit of caution over. Um, but I'm interested to see loads of players again tomorrow. Um, half 12, is it? 12, I 12. 12 tomorrow. Um, behind closed doors, apparently. No, no crowd. But um, still on LFC TV. So if you want to watch it there, you can. Rest of the week. Chris and Kev are going to try to do a great game show, but it just hasn't happened for them over the last couple of weeks. I have got a quiz that I want to do, but everything else gets in the way. Um, we are going to do a lot of transfer stuff. Um, listen, we're still filling the weeks as best we can up until the season starts, and then we get back into our rhythm with, with different things. Um, and yeah, we're going to we're gonna try to do some live shows, um, live recordings from Liverpool. Um in the next couple of well, when the season starts, anyway, we've we've got our hands on a new piece of a new toy that we're going to try out and test, and hopefully the next time we go to Liverpool, instead of us all going quiet, we be able to um, do live YouTube shows like this from Liverpool. So that should be good. On books is just give the captaincy to Lavia. Yeah, why not? Um, but there you go. Uh, can I ask you a question before we go? Yeah. I usually ask Keith all these questions, but you're the only one here. What's your feelings on Jigsaw's? I don't really have much of a feeling. I I probably have completed very few in my life. I don't own any. Oi. I don't can't remember getting any presents of any. Yeah. But um, I I would be that type of person where someone is just about to complete like a two thousand and knock it off the table. <laughs> yep. Oh, <laughs> I would be malavoglia. Or just just take one piece. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm only asking because um, my dad came home the other day with a five hundred piece one, and it's like. Yeah just a horse running on the beach so it's like three colours on the whole thing like and um yeah I love them. I think they're really relaxing. If you ever want to calm down and just chill out, just do a jigsaw. Yeah, see, I'm the the opposite. I wouldn't I wouldn't have the patience for it. Oh like, we're so we, we started I'd be getting the scissors out and cutting them and all so they didn't fit. I just wouldn't be able for it. Um Paul Giovanni asks as in puzzles are the woodworking tilt. No, I'm not talking about the jigsaw fucking <laughs> thing you put in the wall. Like what you're feeling that oh yeah, the plates are great. No, a jigsaw. Um puzzle. Um but yeah, no, me me daughter brought one home and uh from the shop last week. We started tonight, so we got all the edges done. The key is to get the edges done. Get all the edges done, and then you can and then you split your thing into four pieces, four sections, and you get it right. 
Um, but I know that's loads of tactics. But honestly, if you ever want to calm down, relax, stress free, your mind goes off everything when you get if you get a jigsaw. So um, if you're if you're uh, the, the if you're stressed out, get a jigsaw. Uh, is um, and there's a lad in, in my job that does them while he's working away. Like he might even be, he could be talking to people on the phones or whatever. Yeah. And um, it's those colored, like the adult coloring books. Oh, <laughs> right. Yeah, and it's just no. Wait, when I say adult coloring books, I don't mean the pictures. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. But they're they're like they're really kind of like like <laughs> really kind of technical looking. But, uh, yeah. yeah, no, they're supposed to be really yeah. relaxing as Barry well. Barry Devaney says you'll be colouring in next half. Relax, Barry, will you? Barry's <laughs> fucking abusing everyone tonight. What's wrong with Barry? Um, <laughs> but now, look, honestly, it's on the kitchen table now. Now, the, the biggest thing is going to be keep the three-year-old away um, from touching it. But he's quite good at going, look, don't do that. And he, he doesn't. But if he knocks her off the table, I'll kill him. Never mind his, his sister. But um, <laughs> no, they're really good. The, the, the adult colouring books blow my mind, though. Do you know what I mean? I just I've just visions of adults with big crayons just scrawling on pieces of paper. Do you know what I mean? Not staying within the lines. Yeah. Um but um no, there you go, bit of stuff you if you um if you uh yeah, if you want to relax, get a jigsaw. And um yeah. Uh Davis is getting old gab. I am um got my hair cut last week and the amount of grey in it is appalling. Um it's just gone so, so grey, but I'm still enjoying life. That's the main thing. Um, like I said, we will fill out as many days as we can with shows this week. I'm sure Emma will be back on at some stage, but he's probably cutting grass five nights a week for the a new season <laughs> approaching with his football team. Keith's away for two weeks, um, so you won't see him. Sean, he should be back at some stage. Chris, Kev, Matt, uh, anyone else that does be on, we'll try to get them um, on this week and cover as much as we possibly can. The link is in the description for our charity campaign. Get us the 20 grand for breast cancer research. Donate if you can via the link. If you can't, share it amongst your family, your friends, your colleagues, WhatsApps, Facebooks, wherever it might be um, across your social medias. Do that as well for us if you possibly, possibly can. Um, Glenn Parsons says Lego is where the crack is. Lego is amazing. Until you stand on it. Oh, don't stand on it, but <laughs> Lego is phenomenal stuff. Um, phenomenal stuff. So, um, yeah, Lego is good as well. You get lost in Lego as well. You really do. Um, my son isn't really into it. Um, so, but I might try to get him into that as well. It's just to keep my mind nice and relaxed. Um, but there you go. Right. Anything before we go, Emma? Now, Ambrook asks, have I made any new signings? We actually did. We're in talks to make a new signing, um, but they don't allow Cavajans in Tala, so it might not. The deal, the deal might fall through. So. <laughs> yeah, house cats aren't allowed in Tala, so uh, <laughs> these players might be off yeah. the books. <laughs> he's, he's off the crumbling instead. It's still amazing, isn't it? It's absolutely <laughs> amazing. Um, own books is my little one loves Cullen, but I go mad when she goes outside the lines. Relax. <laughs> Jesus Christ. At least she's writing on pages, not colouring on walls. Um, but there you go. Barry Devon, he's trying to backtrack massively here by saying, I'm only messing. I'm not, I'm not happy with you, Barry. I'm just going to say yeah. it. Um, but listen, that's been it. That's been the flat back four. Just two of us at the back tonight. I think we covered it quite well. And um, yeah, we'll talk to you soon. Over now. Podcast Network.